Welcome to this episode of Symposia Disney, where we're going to be talking about all things Epcot. I think we're going to start with our normal, like, what are we, what Disney thing have we brought to our, our proverbial table? I have my Starbucks Epcot mug, which I'm, which I love, and it has all these little cartoons on it, and the, like World Showcase stuff, and Spaceship Earth, and in the monorail and I just love it. And I'm also wearing just as a little bit of a nod, um, my like little space earrings. Um, it's like little, little dangly gold earrings with little, um, for mission space themes. So one way to, but there's so many ways to bound at Epcot. Um, but that's my, my Diz gear today. And, uh, I am, I just have my, my fast pass mug. Um, I kind of like, I kind of, you know, I freaked out. I was like, I don't know what mug to get. And it just like, just seemed easiest. Um, but you guys can't tell because we haven't, uh, gotten to that point in technology yet, but my daughter did my hair this morning, which means that she just sprayed it with her Mm -hmm. frozen detangler over (gasps) and over. So not only does, do I just, uh, reek maybe of snackers, I guess. Um, my hair is very, very smooth. Um, that's sort of my, uh, I guess my, my frozen ever after moment is something that I'm sort of, it's nice. yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's kind of like being on one of those like 4d rides at universal where suddenly it just smells like, you know, I had to get like baby wipes or something. Yeah. It's, nice. It's, so I have, it's actually my parents' cup, um, but my parents' coffee mug that is from the Epcot World Showcase, and it says Ciao Italia, and it has Minnie Mouse, but Minnie's like made out of like different pastas, including her bow is actually made that. out of a pasta bow. That's really cute. Um, so that's my parents'. Amazing. But I'm drinking out of it. And um, I'm wearing my Minnie Mouse shirt because uh, it's our. So, right now, my family, uh, my girls, and I have just done like a quick four day visit. But to, to stay with my parents, we didn't go to the parks, but we did go to Disney Springs and we went to Fantasia Mini Golf this morning. So, I'm wearing like my, my mini shirt as our last day of the trip. I forced all of my children, my children like put on regular t shirts to go to mini golf. And I'm like, it's our last day. Don't you like want to go back into your bag and just find your, so, and they did, they did, they all agreed. Um, so we all wore like a special shirt to mini golf. Yeah. 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 I really love that mug. I think I need that mug. Someone, Someone at work said something about like starch madness. And I was like, that's the story of my life. Like pasta, pizza, like bring it up. And I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but I was like, oh my gosh. That's really great. There is nothing wrong with that. I think that brings us into um, a really good uh, segue. So Epcot. Okay. We all are coming at Epcot from different angles. And I think we're going to, we're doing this kind of like we did that Magic Kingdom episode where we talk about what works best for our families and our favorite things and how we move through the park. So who would like to start with Epcot? Danica, I know it's your favorite place on earth. It's my favorite. Epcot is my favorite place on earth. I think, you know, last time we we were there, we, um, we took the, I remember we, we, it's like January, right? And we, we rope dropped it on a Tuesday 
and we, we like got on the monorail and across from us was sitting another family of five, like three little kids. And we were like, you know, not that many people wrote drop Epcot on a Tuesday in January. <laughs> and I just like me and like my husband were like, are you like, are you our best friends? Like, you know, it was kind of, you know, I remember that terrible John Cusack movie, like serendipity. It's like those, like those are the people that we'll be looking for for the rest of our life. Like I'm going to open like an Epcot, like, like book. And there's going to be like a letter inside of it. This is, we saw you on the monorail. Yeah. Like, it's just like, we're, you know, like, um, so, you know, I was talking to my family about this morning, like, what, what do we like to do at Epcot? And really like, and like Audrey, who's 11 was just like, you know, I just, Epcot's a two day park. <laughs> You know, like you don't, you don't, there's two parks there. You do, you do future world and you do world showcase. Those are two, those are two different things. And yes. she's like, but I, she's like, I guess you can, you can try to do it in one day. Like, you know, just, yeah, we like that in that day that when we rope dropped it, we did a nine to like a nine to 10. Like we, we rope dropped it and we finished with the fireworks where they like, were like sort of sweetly like sweeping us out of world showcase, you know, and we're like, are we going to miss the bus? Um, (laughs) So, so that's how our, we, we rope drop Epcot, you know, you could do future world, you could get those rides out of the way. And then you could just go to World Showcase and, and I guess, and eat all day. <laughs> I spend the rest of the day eating. <laughs> um, you know, as I said, we're going there in, in a, about eight weeks and we'll be staying at Yacht Club. So that means we're just going to walk walk to Epcot, um, which uh, that is amazing and uh, like to be able to walk into Epcot and especially if you have a park hopper and just kind of like go and uh, get get food (laughs) Um, but the um, but there really isn't anything better than taking the monorail in and doing that swoop around future world and just sort of feeling like you're you know entering the park in this in this way that is so you know, sort of perfectly Disney in that, like, they certainly didn't have to do any of that, right? But, like, just just that experience, you feel like you really are coming into this land in this way that is just, uh, you know, entirely unique, right? There's no other way th- to do it. Um, so when, so when, when it's the kind of the normal hours like that, we'll, that's, you know, we come in by the, we come in by the monorail. So we'll do future world. We'll sort of bang that out. Um, the first thing we'll do is go to Soren. I, of course, don't do Soren because it's terrifying. And I <laughs> I've only been on Soren once. And this was pre-kids. I was, you know, easily like easily like 30 something, I guess. And like, you know, holding on to the sides, sobbing quietly. Like, <laughs> and um, while a three-year-old was next to me, just sort of like, you know, flying and in arms out her parents clearly neglectful because she was about to fall to her death in California <laughs> like I was just like why, why, why are we doing this um so I don't go on Soren okay. um, oh. I mean if you have I don't have a suspension of disbelief like my suspension of disbelief happens within three seconds like already I'm like oh my god we're flying we're fl- I'm flying in a chair like this is this is this is the end for everyone I love. Um, I don't know anybody else who has this reaction to Soren. Um, 
You keep going, Danica. You move past the trauma. (laughs) Thank you. Like, so, you know, and this is one of those times where I, I have to think like, my husband loves my kids as much as I do. And if he believes that he's making the best choice for, for the family to go on Soren, I'm going to have to trust that. Um, you know, let's take an, we're, we're, we're working together on this. And so, so, but what happens then is that I get, because everybody runs to Soren, you can just see the crowd goes straight to Soren, is that mama gets about 45 minutes to herself at Epcot. And um, so then I, of course, I head, I, I head towards uh, Nemo and friends, like, and I get to ride on a seashell. There's no weight and I'm by myself and I go like getting chased by Dory. It's such a, such a reasonable ride. <laughs> no death. No, no sort of terrifying. Oh, no, we're just swimming. <laughs> And then um, if if there's time, I'll do Spaceship Earth by myself, but that is something I'll probably wait for the kids to do. And then, um, but usually there's like a meet and greet that I can, that I can like go to. So like last time I got to meet um, uh, Vanellope and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Ralph. And I love, I love Vanellope. She's my, she's mm-hmm. a, I think we didn't talk about her on the Disney princesses. And I'm not sure if, if she is one, but she, yeah. I would like it to all be about her and not that Wreck-It Ralph dude. He's we, overbearing. We watched <laughs> um, Ralph this morning and I just love her too. So good, and like the fact that Sarah Silverman is kind of a, a like a, a, a Disney princess, like that's that's mm-hmm. that's what a what an evolution, or maybe what for Disney, I guess, an evolution for Disney to recognize that potential. Well, and and that her princess song is like a place called Slaughterhouse. Is that the name of the neighborhood? Which my children will go and like just sing, right? And so why not, like? Sure, we sang Ariel's part of your world, whereas my children are running around talking about Penelope is like, yeah, I want to live in a place called Slaughterhouse, where, you know, so, yeah, no, I, oh, Penelope is definitely a princess, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and she taught Olivia um, what a metaphor is, so I'm really- Oh, happy. really? Yeah, Olivia's like, it's not a metaphor, mom, I really, really mean that. I'm like, oh. I'm like how did you learn that? She's like, Penelope? Belts that out in the song. So, so then after that, I'm going to go on Spaceship Earth with my family, which I think Mm -hmm. is the the best ride in all of all of the world. Um, It's so great, and um, uh, I just, I you know, I don't think it's it's really sort of inexplicable. Like, and I feel like it gets better as you go on it. Like. and when I was talking to my family about it this morning, one of the things that that was really interesting in terms of just like Disney um, bloggers or vloggers and podcasts and stuff is that all of my kids were like, and then when you're coming back down, when you get to play the games and then there's the, all the games and stuff in the like yes. foyer and you see your face up on the world and, yes. you know, with this universally trashed as like just lame and like mm-hmm. so like outdated and stuff and I was like my parent you know kids love it Very and funny. um and apparently and they said the same thing about post um mission to Mars where they said that also like when you get off of there it's really really great um 
And then we'd probably do Mission to Mars as well, uh, which is we would do the safe side and not the the obviously the side that's trying to <laughs> that is de- the deadly side, um, <laughs> uh, which I have done and, and actually fairly enjoyed it. Um, but that was again before I was in my forties, and then and now I do, we don't. I have I have the part of my brain has grown, and I realize that that's dangerous. Um, so then once as soon as World Showcase opens, then that's that's where we're gonna go. And we're gonna probably eat and drink our way to uh ADRs. <laughs> um <laughs> and it's gonna start, we always start at um on the Mexican side. Um, and I, you know, and Alex and I were talking about this last night, like, why do you always have to start on the Mexican side? Because actually at night, we always start at the Canadian side because Canada is beautiful at night. Um, we start in Mexico. We'll probably get like a margarita as we make our way over to um, Germany, which is generally our, our 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 lunch is going to be the sit down, you know, what, the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Or um, and uh, which and all of us, I love it. And the kids like will dance and it's, I love the, and I love the communal seating. I love all of that. Oh. So, um, so I'll just end there and like, and if I have more comments, I guess my one other question before, I, I know you were kind of stopping, but um, you didn't mention Frozen. Oh, I didn't mention Frozen, which <laughs> I love Frozen Ever After. I think it's fantastic. It's in the inside, outside, like when you're inside, but you're supposed to be in like a dark festival in, in Arendelle. Oh, it's just such a great, great, great ride, and yes. um, and everybody like everybody's happy. Like you're like the whole like place, and you're singing, and um, okay. I I uh, I love Norway. And last time we did do a Kirschus, um, which is really like you know it's supposed to be like the the poor man's like Cinderella's castle. It's fantastic. Like my, at one point, my kids were doing like a, a like a conga line with like the princesses. <laughs> what is even happening? Like it, it was great. It was definitely, I mean, expensive. It just wasn't as expensive as Cinderella's Castle. And I like love the food. And I think we talked about this with the restaurants before. Like one of the things that my kids do at Disney and the way they don't do at other places is they try like, like the weird, like, I don't like the Swedish breakfast uh, pickled uh, mysteries that are there <laughs> and because uh, they're just like well, might as well try it right and they're just caught up in these like they're doing the conga with snow white like <laughs> there's it's just they're like a moment. another zone and the meet and greet for uh for elsa and uh um anna is one of the best we last time we did it ruby had like this uh, little um uh, Elsa doll like package that came was like miniature and it came with a whole bunch of stuff that she's going to lose. And we we met Anna first and, and, you know, Ruby's like, can you sign my little suitcase? And it's, it's Elsa. And Anna was like, Oh, that's great. Like, that's fine. They were so in character. Like I started crying and tried to hug the photographer. Cause it was like our first day and I was really jet lagged and she was like, yeah, it's really magical. <laughs> like, you know, stop, stop drinking before breakfast at Epcot lady. You know? <laughs> I also love Epcot. I would also live in Epcot if I could. <laughs> the only park that my husband really likes is Epcot. 
Like for whatever reason, this is like, yeah, this is like super exciting to us. So we will show up, mm, let's say around like 11 to one, we'll roll in. And as soon as we roll into any park, and this has been happening since I was a small child, we're all like, so where should we eat? Like, I don't know why. (laughs) We just immediately are like, so it's time for someone to feed us. As I've mentioned before, my children are, well, one of my children is pretty picky. So I, we're a big fan of the land. We eat there for lunch fairly frequently. And Maisie would like it if we just ate every meal at the land when we went to Disney World, if we could just somehow always end back at the land. Eating at the land is my children's favorite place to eat. And I like it because I can feed every single one of them something and you get like the additional snack and you get the additional drink and I can pretend that it's healthy, even though we all know life is not healthy at Disney, but I tell myself it's healthy. It's, it's something. Is it a sit down or a quick service? It's a quick service. Um, And so it's, it's got about five or six different windows And so it'll be like, this is the fish window. This is the chicken window. This is the something window. This is the sandwich window, which my children don't really eat sandwiches. So we never end up at that window, but it's, it's good. We also always go on the land boat ride as we call it, which is the ride where you look at how they're growing all the different things in Epcot to bring out to the different restaurants. And that's also where you can see the farmhouse where a storm is coming. And when I, we did a big road trip a couple of summers ago through the Midwest, every time we saw a farmhouse in the distance, I was like, kids, it's like the land boat ride. And the girls were like, life imitating uh, heart. Well, that's what I was like, they're like, okay. And I'm like, but it looks exactly like it. It It's so cool. Look how accurate Disney is. (laughs) I forgot to mention the land. I I was a little shocked that you weren't like, as soon as I get on Soren, I make a beeline for the land boat ride. So I can also, and yeah, the land boat ride is delightful. My kids like, we like to find the hidden Mickeys, but we yell really aggressively when we find them on the land boat ride. They're like, there it is. And they're yelling over, you know, the voice that's talking, that's explaining what things are growing. So sometimes people don't like to be on the same boat with us and they kind of give us looks, but dude, it's Disney world. And if you're really going to be upset because my kid's screaming, is the hidden Mickey. Are you doing Disney right people? Are you? Mm. Hydroponic tomato. Dude, or the giant shrimp. They're like, what is this? Oh my. So yeah, no. So we, we do that. We do go on Soren. I'm trying to remember one of my children, I think is afraid of Soren. So I usually have to hand them off, but I literally cannot remember which child it is. Mary only recently became tall enough to go on Soren. So for a long time, we couldn't put her on. The first time I was at Soren was at Disney California Adventure. Whenever Soren opened oh. at Disney, I was visiting my brother. And so I was either 23 or 27. So I don't know when Soren opened there, but I got to go on it there and it was super exciting. And then they, of course, brought it to Epcot. And I like, I own the, the album of Disney World. They, so you also get the Soren music and Maisie is a like toddler that if we had to drive places, that's what she would nap to in the car was the Soren song on endless repeat. And you could like, I would have like sensory memories and I'd be like orange groves. This is where I'm kicking through the orange (laughs) groves. Of course. Now Soren is you go around the world. And I did get super motion sick. The first time I went on it, it was very different and going over Everest and the pyramids. I thought I was going to throw up because of how it was. And I was kind of like, oh, no, I can never go on this ride again. But don't worry, everyone. I persevered and I tried it another time and I didn't get sick. 
So I've decided that there just must have been something going on that day. Or maybe I just wasn't, I was so used to flying over California, but we will go on that ride. We will do Nemo and it is super adorable. I do miss the original, the living seas. And occasionally I will find like someone who recorded it on the internet, on YouTube and I'll like send it to my siblings so we can listen to. And then it rained and it rained (laughs) and it rained. (laughs) <laughs> for a million years and we're like whoa because that's like that's whoa um so we will we'll do that but then and we kind of look at things we always look at the manatee i'm gonna throw out a call for crush my kids like sitting in the front they always gave nonsensical answers or he'd be like who has a question and the questions always don't make sense because they're coming from like a five-year-old and you're <laughs> like where's what is did no one prime you but then my kids get to ask a question and i'm like that was ridiculous <laughs> I, don't, I'm like, I don't even know what happened there um but it is it's really cute to do turtle talk with crush let's see okay we ate we may or may not go on imagination if we do Ooh. go on imagination i have to cover my kids like ears or remind them to cover their ears for the last scene because there's like a big bang so we do that mm. well we usually leave usually at that point we will start going through the countries and I guess if we're coming through that way, which has happened a lot recently, we actually do start with Canada, but normally people do start with Mexico, right? And it's really weird. Why would you always start with Mexico? But we'll go through Canada. We usually go through the the stores in the UK. We just like to walk yeah. through the stores <laughs> in the UK. Stores, yeah. Right? They're so cute. Um, we make our rounds. We may or may not get ice cream in France. Oh, that's so good. Right? Um. I used to like to eat in the American pavilion when it was like boring American burgers and things like that. Cause I was like, this is America. Yep. This is exactly what we have. We have quick service, fast food. It's not whatever. Like I'm so like, disgusted. I love this. Country. On, like, this is great. I'm like, this is exactly what it is. But now it's barbecue and I don't really like barbecue, but everybody else in my family does. So I'm just going to. Oh my God, you live in Georgia. I know I live in Georgia and we can get real barbecue. And I was still like, yeah, that's the thing. We will go on the um, American adventure usually. And this is where I start, like where I like to ask my 11 year old, like, so what do you think is accurate here? Where are we? What's being left out? That's so weird. Hmm. Let's talk about that some. I also, well, I also, I like um, the American adventure because I'll show it to my U.S. history students at like the end of the year when we're reviewing for their A push exam. And I'm like, okay, so. How would we modify this? Where would we go with this? Right? And it's also like, okay, during the song, who can we identify? That's also my thing. I'm like, who can you identify in this song? Do you understand why they're here? So we, we I, do I that. Yeah. I was saying, I've never been on the ride. I've never been on the oh. ride, but I've we finally went in the American Adventure last time. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a little bit like I don't, I don't think this mm-hmm. is. I think I'm doing this for everybody. And mm-hmm. then you walk in immediately. There's that huge Ayn Rand quote. Oh no! I I I'm gonna no. I'm gonna have to go. Um, no. So so the husband took the kids, and I went to Japan and got like a. <laughs> As a, a, a float, like a, I don't even yeah. know what it was. Oh, the kakiguri, like the ice thing or? Got a beer with like, oh. I would say a swirl foam on top of it. Ooh. And this is kind of a funny story. Do you mind me interrupting? No, you? go with it. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Go. So like, you know, I'm like, well, like I'll try like this crazy beer with like this big swirl on the top. And I ordered it 
And immediately, like the three uh, young Japanese women who were working there started screaming with laughter, like just like holding their, you know, holding themselves, laughing. And then the one looks at me, she's like, I'll just get that. It'll be fine. And I was like, like what? And I was like, um, and she's like, do you want, you know, on your, on your band? I was like, yeah, there's, they're laughing. They can't even take it. Finally, one of them manages to go over and like pour out this like weird ass looking beer. The, and the other one who's trying to hold it together and doing all the things, but is clearly like crying out of her like ears, cry laughing. And then they look over and it does look like a disaster. And she just like, what, the, the one who has it together just walks over, grabs it, like not breaking eye can- contact, throws it in the trash. <laughs> and then they like start to make another one and then you know one of them gets it together and she's like it'll just be a second we're working very hard on this and then and then again screams of like young girl laughter and like you know shaking sobs like remember when you're like 17 and you laughed like that like that's exactly what I was experiencing and then like this like these meta moments of like you know, I hope you're enjoying your time here. And then they just like handed me it. And then the other one's still just screaming, screams of laughter. And then, you know, I try to drink this like ridiculous beer and it tasted terrible. But um, it was really one of my favorite moments at Epcot ever where um, like, just like girls having like the best time ever at my expense. (laughs) (laughs) At my $12 beer. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, that's amazing. So okay. that's, that's what I do instead of the American adventure. I just go be an American and get <laughs> publicly humiliated. You're like, you're like, I don't need to go to the adventure. I'm going to go live my reality right now. No, I mean, it's the same way that I'm like, I'm going to go eat in the American adventure. Right. Well, okay. So I, I love that. Um, so we do do the American adventure during uh, the holidays. There are, Outside, so during the hol- like the the winter holidays, they have really good things throughout the World Showcase that you can experience winter holidays in different places. And the American Adventure has ones for Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. Ooh. And so I really enjoy that. So my family, because again, we go a lot. So sometimes we literally are just like, oh, Kwanzaa's going to start in 15 minutes. Well, we're just going to sit right here and just wait for Kwanzaa to start. Oh, Hanukkah's another 15 minutes after this. We're good. And we'll just stay. And we're just like, well, now we've experienced all the holidays. So, so what, what do they do? That's oh, so um, someone comes out. That. Oh, no, it's so nice. If someone comes out, I'm actually trying to think if they do Christmas because every other country does Christmas. So maybe they just do Hanukkah and Kwanzaa because those are the only two that I remember doing there. But someone comes out who um, celebrates those holidays and they explain the history of the holiday different traditions, you then partake in a different tradition that might be part of what you're doing. Of course, they give you like candy and snacks because dude, it's Disney. So they're like, this is what we traditionally eat, or this is what we say. And so for Hanukkah, they talk about lighting the candles and they talk about playing cradle. And for Kwanzaa, they talk about how um, the questions that you ask and what the different nights mean and all of that. And so it's really great. And yes, my family will literally just sit there and be like, this is exciting. Thank you. Um, one of my older brothers used to play in France, Père Noël. So he was Father Christmas in France. So that's another thing that we used to go there and be like, he's explaining Christmas. This is very exciting. So maybe that's why I think America has Christmas because he did that. But um, but yeah, so definitely Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. But yeah, no. So So the American Adventure is really good for that. I like seeing all the different holiday things and you get to do the different countries. But 
it is nice from that point of view because it's right there. Yes. Oh, the American Adventure. Allow me to just tell you a really on-brand story for me. When I was in seventh or eighth grade, you could create a skit that would get you extra credit in our U.S. history class. I did not need extra credit in our U.S. history <laughs> class. My average was like a 99. Like there was no need for me to have this extra credit. And in fact, when I said I was going to create a skit, and everyone who partook in the skit was going to get like extra credit, right? I said I was going to create a skit. The teacher was like, you do not need extra credit. And I was like, uh-huh, but I want to do this. I rewrote. I like, Liz, please. <laughs> no, no, no. I took. Okay, but this is bad. Disney's probably going to come for me. I redid the American Adventure. I scripted it from memory. And there's enough parts. There were enough parts for every single child. I was. I went to a small Catholic school. There were like 18 of us. Every single one of us had a speaking part. So everyone got extra credit because they were in my skit. This is amazing. Like, and I remember the different people who played different parts. I was like, this is you? This is you? (laughs) I don't remember who I played. Like, was I Mark Twain? I don't even know because he's kind of the narrator. Like, now I'm sitting here and I'm like, what did I even say? But no, so if you need to like, that is such an on-brand story for me where it's just like, yep, we're all going to be in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> and and I'm gonna totally just rewrite the American Adventure. <laughs> um, so good, yeah. So I, yeah, we we enjoy those things. Uh, let's see. So American Adventure, we like to visit the stores. So we obviously visit Japan. We visit oh, Germany's stores. Um, Italy, we don't let us the kids visit the stores because they break things. It looks breakable, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, Italy is super breakable, but we we it's like, like glass floors or something. Yeah, no, it's it's all like fancy jewelry, like glass things. And my kids are like, "Oh, is that a crystal?" Hmm. Um, <laughs> but the the pizza place in Italy is really good. My family has been there, and we enjoyed that. There's also soft serve ice cream that's past Germany. Which we will, if we didn't get the soft serve ice, if we didn't get the hard ice cream in France, we'll get the soft serve ice cream over there. China, oh. we like to go into the stores. Yeah, no, there's soft serve ice cream over there by the drums where you can like bang the drums and everything okay. like that. Uh-huh. Which my family and I have always been like, is this supposed to be representative of like the rest of Africa? Like, is this, what is this? Is We've never understood yeah. what that is. And we're always just like, is this the continent of Africa that they have made the soft serve Ice cream place. Is that what they kind of call the outpost on the map? Yes. Yeah. And we're like, we don't get it. And of course, historically, outposts were put in different places so that Europeans could go and like colonize. So I'm just sitting there and I'm so we don't know. We've always just been like, I guess this is the continent of Africa. Um, Hey, hey Epcot, maybe you could get in Africa. Well, no, well, that's the thing. Like, well, no, it's it's northern Africa. So I'm like, is this supposed to be some sort of sub-Saharan Africa thing? Like, it's like so- I don't like it's so weird because it's like Europe is super well represented. Asia's got two countries. So which I mean, China is massive. But yeah, it's just it's super weird. Yeah. I don't know. So we've always been like, is this what this is? Um, and then, you know, China, we go to the stores. We go on Frozen After After. I think one of my kids is afraid. The bathrooms at Norway are to die for. Uh, we also enjoy the pictures with Anna and Elsa. We have a really good picture of my girls with two of my nephews. And it was just, it's really adorable. Like we've all printed it out. And then Mexico, we always go on the boat ride. 
Like you can't not go on the Mexico boat ride. I don't even like, it's so, it's so perfect. So we just, we really like Epcot. We're excited for Ratatouille. We eat a lot of ice cream. We love eating at the land. Just, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's perfection. Epcot is perfection. Minus the whole, again, what is the outpost supposed to be? Mm. <laughs> okay. It forces you to slow down in mm-hmm. this way that is the opposite of the general theme park experience where you're like, <laughs> I'm going to just like look at like the, these little corners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like walking through Morocco, I could do that like all day mm-hmm. long. Yeah. Well, and there's, um, I think it's outside Germany. They have miniature trains. Yes. And my my nephews just like to sit there and watch the miniature train. They're like, that's part of their favorite part is I am now going to watch miniature trains. Mm-hmm. I always think like how Disney has this crazy knack of like making you appreciate things that do seem sort of like, I don't know, old school or something like, yeah. like, I'm like, what well, actually like, this is cool. <laughs> it just kind of like slows you down or something. I don't know. In, right. a, in a weird way. And it's ironic because it's like future yeah. But it like, makes you appreciate like some things that are a little bit not as modern, but still cool. Is there a place in Mexico that you guys would recommend to eat? So I have not. So there's a place right by the boat ride, but I haven't eaten there for like fit, more than 15 years, like 20 years, I think. But we actually ate with some friends a couple of years ago at the place across the street, um, but still in Mexico. And that was, I mean, it's really good, right? It's still good. It's all good food. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it is. Yeah. It's not San Angel because that's the one inside. Is it La Hacienda? That I think is where we. Yeah. Yeah. We we did that for fireworks last time and like sat Mm -hmm. out there. It was, I mean, it was really nice. It was, we had a really, Mm -hmm. really great time. I think the kids were like, this is fine. I mean, they enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, But. Yeah, but also right next to it is the quick is a quick service like mm-hmm. restaurant, um, yeah. which is good to keep in mind for also for for yeah. fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you need like a little street taco or a snack or yeah. something. Uh-huh. Um, what else? I was thinking if Marrakesh is open, mm-hmm. yes, I would love to try that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I mean. I would go back to the Nor- I would go back to Norway because I really loved that food. I I sent so we got we our best friends who Disney all the time told us to go there for the character experience for the princesses. Mm-hmm. Olivia wore an Aurora dress and we didn't know that Aurora was going to be there and she picked Olivia oh. out of the crowd and let she was at the head of the Congo line. <laughs> Like it was amazing. (laughs) Like it just made like, I I, I feel like the Acrucius and Frozen Ever After like experience that we had were just like our favorite parts of, of our whole vacation. Like it was awesome. And I loved the food I got there. Um, Food was great. Yeah. know. So it was interesting. Um, But what we're going to do is we're going to do it on arrival day and then we're gonna use park hopper to go um like at night so is there any advice you would give me like for that sort of arrangement like um we we fly in and we get there like super early like we get to orlando at like 7 a.m so i think we'll be able to be in position to like get there when epcot opens um but any thoughts about how i'm approaching this 
You know, that's exactly kind of what what we're, ours is like because we're flying at night, and you know, one of the reasons we stay so long is it's a it's almost, we almost have two travel days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we have a pretty yeah yeah. It's kind of a so you know that that is one of the reasons why we stay longer. But um, we will get in like at like seven a.m. and then we'll because we'll, we'll be flying overnight. So we'll try to hopefully they'll let us in and let us nap for a few hours. Yeah. Um, but I would. But I would make like a, I'd make like a 1 p.m. like reservation, dinner reservation, and then get there at, you know, probably at 10, if it's still opening at 11, get there at 1030. I'm sure they're going to be letting people in. And, um, and it's, it's really neat in the mornings, especially in World Showcase, because most people are not going to come in through the International Gateway. They're going to come in the other way. So you're just going to be like walking around and maybe some of the little food stands will be open, but mostly it's just kind of going to be it's going to be open, but a little pretty deserted and it's pretty magical when it first opens. The most magical is Epcot at night. And like, I don't know (laughs) what or why or what they do, but my favorite times are like drinking champagne at night in France and just like hanging out by the fountains. And it's really, um, it's really, really perfect. Uh, And again, slow, like I said, like you're not, you're not really doing anything except sort of just like like soaking in this feel these feelings. Yes. Oh my god, I'm excited. This is so fun to hear the different inroads to Epcot. I, I forgot to add that we sometimes leave Spaceship Earth until the last thing leaving Epcot. Like we like to ride it as one of our final things. My kids really enjoy that one. They do really like the games right after. I just moved in my chair. They really like the games right after seeing their faces show up, playing all those different things. And they fight with other kids when they're all just waiting for the next ride line and everything. Um, But no, I do. I really like it. I've liked all the different voice narrations that you could do it. The Jeremy Irons, the was it Walter Cronkite, maybe when we were little and just all these different voices that narrate humankind usually during the renaissance scene i complain about how it's like an invented period that was created <laughs> by anti-catholics like in the 17 and 1800s and whatever um we need to hire you as a historian well you you also when when the monks are like writing and things i'm like girls that's not how their hand positioning would have been <laughs> that is incorrect and that guy who fell asleep oh he's in big trouble like dear God, so these these are like the things I say. I'm like I've got a book at home I can give you. Krista Hamill explained this entire thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm I am so that that parent. I but again I really enjoy the Disney things also for teaching because I'll show Carousel of Progress, American Adventure. It's kind of hard to show um, Spaceship Earth just because the way the ride vehicle goes, it's harder to tape and really get things in. But then ask my students, like, what seems familiar? What is the storyline? What is, you know, what interpretation are we doing? All those things. Because it is very much, and I we can talk at some other point. Now I'm just going to start talking about history. But, you know, Disney almost created, like, a U.S. history park near Colonial Williamsburg. And they ended up not doing it. But it's like, yeah, so we can kind of see what they're doing with these ideas. And it reminds me a lot of um, Schoolhouse Rocks and how that kind of taught American history to a generation. So, yeah, I really enjoy Epcot. And I am totally that person who will sit next to you and be like, 
that is inaccurate. <laughs> but I say it with love. Right. Well, it's, it's like how we talked about in the first episode of like, we're, you know, approaching this simultaneously with love and, and a critical eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I can like walk down my street and be like, so, and this is when we see the encroachment of gentrification, you know, mm-hmm, I mean? like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's nobody, nowhere is safe in the critical <laughs> <Yep>. lens. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, we're fun people to hang out with. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Does anybody have any closing thoughts on a day at Epcot other than apparently we want everyone to do it because we love Epcot so much? We didn't even talk about festivals at Epcot. We don't even need festivals. We're just like, just go to Epcot. I, like, yeah, I like the festivals, I guess. But I mean. Right, but just the. Like, like no, right for me. Why do you need a draw to go to Epcot? Like, there is no right. reason to draw me in. I'm right. like, I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm super there. confused by the fact that we need, like, a flower and garden show. Why? Okay. Yes. Well, this was super fun. So fun. And, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for joining Symposia Disney. Um, this is our happy place until we can be in our happy place. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. And so, again, this is Liz. Bye, Beth. And Danica.